What is faith and how do you get it? Faith seems like some unreachable concept. Many don't think about the fact that faith is something we use every day. We put faith in things like our hot water heaters, our coffee makers. We have faith that our cars will get us where we're going. But faith in those things at one time or another will let you down. It was easy to have faith in those things because we could see them work. Though we can't always see God working, faith in God will never let you down. The problem with us is that when the hot water quits working, we blame the hot water heater. But when something bad happens in our life, we don't blame what caused it to happen. We blame God. The scripture in James 1, 13 through 14 says, Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. To have faith, we need to have the innocent faith that our child has. Jesus says, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as a child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. To have that faith as a child is what God asks of us. To have that same assurance you had when you were a child and you were fearful or sad, you had faith that your mother and father would be there to comfort you. That's exactly what God wants from each of us. But we've seen so many things out there that has failed us and so many people that have failed us. We have a hard time understanding that there's something out there that will never fail. We blame God for things because it's the kind of faith we've built with things of this world. And we don't understand the concept of something or someone being blameless. All we need is faith as a mustard seed. It's the smallest of the seeds, but it can grow into a tree. That's all the faith we need. Just that small little start of faith. People often ask me, how can I get a strong faith? My reply is plant the mustard seed. We need to nurture our faith just like you would nurture that mustard seed. When people or so our situations come against us, we must understand that God gives us only good gifts. James 1, 16-17 says, Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of life, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. We like to credit God with all kinds of terrible occurrences, but if only good and perfect gifts come from the Father of lights, why do we try to put terrible things on him? The way you grow your faith is to trust in God's mercy and love. When Satan comes to tell you how horrible God is for causing something or not stopping something that's happening, that's when you must trust that God cannot fail us. He cannot tempt us or give us bad gifts. Like 9-11, so many people say, how could God let this happen? God gave us and everyone else a free will. And to interfere with that free will is not how God works. He wants us to come to him freely, and he is patient in his waiting. Your faith has a lot to do with how you fight these spiritual battles. The scriptures tell us to stand four times when it speaks of putting on the armor of God. That is where you strengthen your faith, standing. Stand for God against all the negative comments and the hurtful things that people say or do to you as a Christian. The scriptures talk about putting on the armor of God. And it's found in Ephesians 6, 10 through 19. I won't read it here, but please go back and look that up. 
I hear people all the time talk about how God should do something about the evil in the world or the pain and the suffering. And I think they must have forgotten that he died on the cross. He went through the pain and suffering. He went through the evil in this world. And he went through all of that for us so that we could have salvation. Satan has control over the world. First Peter 5 and 8 and 9 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. All Christians are going through the same sufferings. It's not God putting anything on you. It's on all of us because we have a free will and Satan thinks he's in control. But we know we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. That's in 1 John 5, 9. God has dominion over everything and God gives the choice of whose voice we listen to. We have power over the evil one because our faith in God gives us the strength and the power to overcome the evil one. You are greater, little children, and have overcome them because he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. That's 1 John 4, 4. So what is faith and how do you strengthen it? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews 11, 1. Matthew Henry's concise commentary says this about faith and hope. The same things that are our object of hope are the object of our faith. It is a firm persuasion and expectation that God will perform all that he has promised to us in Christ. We strengthen our faith through the struggles we go through with God's help. Each time we win a battle, our faith becomes stronger. How do we win battles? By putting on the armor of God and reading his words. There are many stories about how faith won battles. The scriptures are full of examples like David and Goliath. Faith and hope go hand in hand and make you turn from the temptations of the world. Ask Jesus into your life. Allow him to give you a new heart. That is the beginning of faith. With all this being said, though, we need to look at the scriptures that say faith without works is dead. Does this mean that works is what saves us? No, the scripture tells us that it is by grace we are saved, not by works. Then what are the works that we are supposed to do? Well, the works we are supposed to do are good works. And good works are not things that are laid out for us. Good works, according to Easton's Bible Dictionary, is defined as springing from the principle of love to God. They have the glory of God as their object, and they reveal the will of God as their rule. Good works are an expression of gratitude in the believer's heart. They are fruits of the Spirit and thus spring from grace, which they illustrate and strengthen the heart. The faith that we need is the faith of a child. The size of the faith that we start with is a mustard seed. But we have to plant that mustard seed. We have to begin our faith with asking God into our lives, living for him daily. As he gives us a new heart, we find that we're doing the works that he has for us. Works aren't difficult. So many people look at that and think, oh, now I've got to do all these works. What are the works I have to do? Have faith in God. Be kind to others. Lead others to Christ. That is our work. We are to go into the world to preach the gospel. 
And each person that we preach the gospel to increases our faith, especially when we see it working in another person. So what is faith? It's just that little beginning of a touch of belief in God. And how does it grow? Daily, by living for him, working for him, believing in him, trusting in him, and telling others about God's grace, love, and mercy. Thank you.